Hello, hello, hello. It is Marilyn Aloria, and this is Who Can It Be Now? The podcast. I'm a psychic medium, teacher, a founder of Membership for Your Soul, Soul Finder Academy, and I believe everyone is gifted. And I believe everyone is gifted and becoming even more gifted because time is not linear. The veils between time shifted. And we have access to things that we may not have had access to before. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about past lives versus parallel time and what it means. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of my own personal stories with past life regression and and why all of a sudden I don't necessarily believe in past life as much as I used to. Although I do think past life regressions are a lot of fun and I don't have anything against them, but I'm just going to be sharing with you my belief systems. So this episode gets a little bit complicated because it's based on my beliefs, but I guess all the episodes are based on my beliefs. But the most important thing that I want to share with all of you is that they're my beliefs and you get to believe what you want to believe. I don't have any scientific proof to back up my claims. I only have my life experiences, my stories, my guides, the unseen, and what I believe. So if you ask me next week what I think about past, past lives or parallel time or anything that begins with a P that I can't seem to get out in my mouth right now, it may change. And that's the way I like to live. I like to live limitless. I like to live with no lids. I like to live where I'm learning and I'm absorbing and I'm being taught by my guides on what things are happening. Because honestly, I don't know fully why I'm here. But I have belief systems that help me to understand why I'm here while I'm here. And I want you to form your own belief systems based on what you learn and what you know to be true. I don't like people who have such strong belief systems that they push their belief systems on me. So I'm not going to push my belief systems on you. I'm going to share with you what I believe to be true based on my experiences, my guides, and all the unseen things and the seen things. And then I'm going to ask you to take what you like, leave the rest, and form your own beliefs. Like, do you believe in ghosts? Maybe you don't believe in ghosts. That's cool. Maybe you're just listening here because you're like, this is a wacky chick, or I came upon the cool graphic, and I wanted to hear the stories. I don't really care if you believe in ghosts or not. If you like what I say, great. And if you don't, move on. Do you believe in time travel? Hmm. That's an interesting one, right? I actually do but I don't believe that we're traveling. I believe that it's happening all at the same time. Do you believe in guides? That's my biggest platform. If you don't know what guides are, I do talk about it in earlier episodes. So go back and listen. Do you believe in an afterlife? And what is an afterlife? That's a really interesting topic and a topic that came up between me and someone who has a very strong belief system around the afterlife. And We have somewhat similar beliefs, but in his belief system, I wouldn't be going to the afterlife because I believe in the unseen. So what are your belief systems? And all those belief systems, they help you to make sense as to why you're here. They help you to understand what you're doing here and what you're meant to do here. Where do you want to go and what do you want to do? And where are you limiting yourself based on a belief system? And where are you not limiting yourself because you shifted a belief system? So while we're here together, right this second, or as that second just moved into another second, 
and the passage of time as we know it is continuing to go on, we're going to play with your belief systems around time. So buckle up and get ready because we're going to talk about it here. So I used to be a huge believer in past lives. And I do want to say right away, right off the bat, that whenever I share a belief system, like I don't necessarily believe in astrology, the way astrology is taught, but I think it has a purpose for a lot of people. And a lot of people really love it and it speaks to them. Past life regression, people working with past life regressionists or to wipe out something from a past life, it's got a purpose. The ones that I did were phenomenal for me. So just because I don't believe in it doesn't mean you shouldn't believe in it. It's whatever works for you, helps you to heal, helps you to move past things, helps you to get through, helps you to get to a bigger, expansive part of your life. And I struggle with this a bit because I want to share with you my belief systems, but I also want to make sure that you adopt your own. So my struggle now with past life is when somebody says, oh, you must have, you must be such and such because you had a so-and-so experience in a past life. To me, that's a limiting experience because you're basically telling me that because I did this in a past life, I may be living out some karmic connection or I may be um, going through the cycle again, or I hurt somebody in a past life, so I'm going to be punished in this life. And then you take away my free will. And you don't allow me to change something here and now. So that's why I have a struggle with the way some things are put into a container and then presented to me. But there was a time when I really did believe in past lives. And I felt I believed in them because of experiences that I had. Like experiences where I had certain dreams that definitely were so vivid, so incredibly alive that when I woke up from that dream, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I visited that place. That was a real place. Or how many times you go to a place and you're like, I've been here before. Or you have a certain affinity to things that you just have to have those certain candles or uh, that certain charm that was made in 1920s or you like 1920s jewelry. Who's to say you didn't live in that past life? But my question is, is time linear or not? Is that past life that you lived in happening now? Or is it in the past? Is it in the future? Where is it? So I tend to walk away from this linear idea of time and I go into more of time is happening all at the same time. And then when we have those experiences, are we jumping a timeline or are we going into a past life? So we could see how it could be such a complicated topic. I don't even know how to explain this, but I'll get through to it. And how you have to walk away going, no, I believe in past lives or I don't believe in past lives. I feel like all of these tools like past life regression, which I did like three of them, which were phenomenal. They're great tools to get you to heal, to get you to take your power back and to get you moving through your life today with limitless opportunity. Because I feel like a lot of these, the way these things are explained to us, they could be very limiting. Like you murdered somebody in the past life, so now you have to pay for it in this lifetime. And you're like, whoa, I'm screwed for life. That's a very limiting experience for me. So now when I have a dream or a memory about a past life, I'm not really sure it happened in the past. 
And I feel it's because time got blurred and I'm getting an opportunity to see something or uh, witness something or experience something that maybe I did do in the past, but time's not linear. So it's happened at a certain time. And then I get to remove it. I get to heal it. I get to dissolve it so that I can move forward and get rid of that belief that was created in that time so that I could have a new belief. I could write a new belief with limitless potential, with opportunity. So again, I want to just say to you that I do think past lives and past life regression and all of that is kind of fun. And I want to tell you about a dream that I had when when this was all, when I was believing in past lives and seeking out a past life regressionist, there was because certain experiences that were happening in my life. And one of dream I had, I was in this hoop skirt, this beautiful, beautiful skirt, this beautiful 1800s outfit. And I was walking down these grand stairs of this hotel. It felt like it was Manhattan in the early 1800s. And I definitely was a woman of wealth. And I was coming down these stairs. And I just had this beautiful experience where I was about to go someplace. And all I really can tell you vividly is I can remember what it felt like from that dream walking down those stairs. And when I woke up from that dream, I was like, it felt so real. Many of you had these dreams where you're like, oh my goodness, that wasn't just a dream. There was something so much more to that. Or I have, I had this real addiction to lanterns. I loved lanterns and I had to buy lanterns and I had to have lanterns all over my house. And they, they had to be lanterns that were used with oil and, and wicks. And, and a boss of mine said, you know, why do you like lanterns? Cause I was telling him all about it. And I was like, I think. It's because I lived at a time where we use lanterns to light the way. And I just feel comforted by having them around me. Or I love music like Bach, classical music. I love the harps. And I must have lived in a time where that music was playing. And I had great experiences with it because when I listen to classical music, especially Bach, I go to a place of peace. So I believe in this stuff and I believe that this happened where my belief system gets interest, you know, it it gets blurred is like, but is it, did it happen in the past or is it happening now? And I'm going to tell you why I am now in the place of, I do not want to believe that time is linear. I want to believe that there is the opportunity to go to the future and manifest something or go to the past and heal something. And it's always in the present moment that we're doing that work. Think about it. You know, so many people, and and the other thing that bothers me is, which I'm going to say right now, is when people come to me and they say, I think it happened in a past life. And they come with such a perspective of they can't do anything about it, or they were told that they, they have to go and they have to create, do penance for it. I don't know what it is. And until they do that, they can't get past it. And I'm like, yeah, but it's all right now. That feeling you have inside where you need to forgive yourself is right now. Forgive yourself in the moment. Or how many of you have been told you've been burned at the stake or you were drowned, you know? And and I think about stuff like that too, because I have that kind of those little fears that come up and you'll be told, you know, or your throat chakra shut down and somebody will tell you, oh, it's because you were strangled or you were choked. And it's like, okay, well now what do I do? 
So my whole belief system around this is that you have the opportunity and the ability right at this moment to heal it. You have the opportunity to move past it. Or there was once I had a dream about this grand place that I went to. It wasn't the hotel. It was another place. And then about four months later or six months later, I remember the time, don't remember the time. I went and I was in this wedding, my friend's wedding. And I was like, oh my goodness, this was the place of my dream. I've been here. You've been to those places where you're like, oh my goodness, I've been here. I know I've been here. And you probably have. But is it happening at the same time or is it happening at a different time? That's the question that I want you to ask yourself. And what does it matter? Well, for me, it matters because it allows me to simultaneous heal, to heal in the moment instead of waiting until I get through something completely. Now, again, I'm going to say that I'm a fan of past life regressions. I think they're a lot of fun. I went to a woman who studied with Brian Weiss. And if you haven't read Many Lives, Many Masters, or any of his books, they're a lot of fun. They're great books. I read them years and years and years ago. And when I went to see this woman, she was a therapist who studied with him. And I did my first past life regression. Um, I remember saying to her, because I can't really be hypnotized. It, it, I, I, happened once in college, you know, where they put you up on stage and I started going under because he's telling you your hand is going up. And I guess my hand was going up and then the audience laughed and it just broke me out of it. So I had to leave the stage and I was bummed. But then when I saw what he made everybody do, like this one girl, she was dating this guy and everybody in college knew it. And he said, okay, go to the person you have a crush on and sit on their lap and kiss him. And she went to someone else and started making out with someone else. Now, I don't remember what happened to their relationship after that. But there were like hundreds of people in the audience that all saw it. It wasn't a big, big college. A lot of us knew that they were in a relationship. And then she just like, so I'm glad that he wasn't able to put me under. And then another time was when I used to smoke and I tried to get hypnotized to quick smoking and it didn't work for me. And I believe that I have such a, a control mechanism in my head that I don't know if I can be hypnotized or not. So I went to this past life regressionist and I asked her about this and she said, it really doesn't matter. It's like, you're going to go into a deep sleep and the, the memories that you're going to have, they're going to feel different. And she was right. I went, the first past life I went to was so vivid and so tragic that I don't know where that would have come from, even if I imagined it. And what if I did imagine it? It didn't matter because what came out of it was a recognition of why I didn't want to live. Because in that lifetime, it was so tragic. It was so horrible. It was like I was living in ice and snow with um, my father, who was my present day father, and one of my brothers, who was the brother I talked about in the last episode. And it was just traumatic and horrible and disgusting. And I came out of that like, oh, I understood why I didn't want to live, or there was a part of me that didn't want to live. And that was an answer to that part of me. And I was able to heal it, not fully because the other part of me understanding why I didn't want to be here was the mediumship part where we have a hard time being on the earth plane because we're always going up into other dimensions. And I talk about that in another episode. So it was great. And what was beautiful about this past life regressionist is she took us from, took me from birth to death because she felt that you needed to finish out the lifetime in that regression period during that regression so that whatever was the, theme of that lifetime, the thing that you took into this lifetime, the thread, she wanted you to heal it during that past life regression moment. And I really like that. And I did like three past life regressions with her, but I came out of it going, 
did you really hypnotize me? And again, she said, does it matter? I was like, no. She's like, was it vivid? I'm like, yeah, it was really crazy, vivid and amazing and bright and beautiful. So I really think they're a lot of fun. But it started shifting to me when I started having experiences where timelines were blurring, which I'm going to share with you now what that means. Moments where I had such strong experiences in the present where they weren't happening. And I was like, whoa. And it was so real that I would scream out that I thought they were happening. And that's when I realized there's something strange about time. Now, this is where some of you may sign off and say, this chick isn't mental. She's got a psychosis or something's wrong with her, but I beg to differ. I was in therapy for over 17 years and I was never diagnosed with a psychotic disorder because trust me, when I was having all those PTSD things, when 9-11 happened, and that was one of those moments where something backfired and I was just screaming and felt like I was taken to a point of where there was a bombing. And yes, I was scared and the whole, everybody in the city was scared. That was a moment where I definitely went someplace. And I was never diagnosed with a psychotic disorder, but I thought it for a second too. I was like, am I going nuts? But I'm not. But I also believe in the unseen. And that might not be your thing. I love playing with what is true, what isn't true, and playing with belief systems. And how do I break the barrier of limitation? And how do I rewrite my belief systems so I can go into more possibilities? Think about the story of Roger Bannister. And if you don't know, he's the marathon runner who broke the four-minute mile. And so many people told him and other runners that it was impossible to do. And I was reading an article about it recently, and it was about how all these athlete coaches and they were studying how it could be done and how to be done under these certain conditions and in a certain weather and with these certain amount of people showing up. And he broke that four-minute mile without any of those conditions. And he did it. And then after he did it, all these other people started doing it. So he broke the belief the, of limitation that you can't run more th- um, faster than a four-minute mile. And then because he broke that barrier, so many other people followed with him. So my barrier, one of my barriers about time, the limitation of time, or how does time play out in my life, or how it has lives affecting me today, or what is my future, and how can I shift my uh, experiences here in the present? And how do I shift my experiences with the present moment? Like if I'm to believe that I'm this poor girl from Brooklyn who grew up in a traumatic childhood and whatever, we all have stories, right? That I can't possibly have success. Or if I was told when I was younger that my destiny was only blah, 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 blah. Well, I want to break that limitation if it feels limiting to me. I don't want to believe in any of that. I want to do what feels good to me. So I want to share with you some of the experiences that I had that helped me to change my belief system around time. And there were things that happened to me that I was like, what the fuck was that? So one day I was running in um, LA when I was in LA and I was running my usual path and it was down the streets and around my neighborhood. And all of a sudden I saw this big white van come at me and I stopped in the middle of the street and I went, no, to try to stop it from hitting me. 
And then in the next instant, there was nothing there. And there was this mother and this child across the street just looking at me like I was crazy. And I just turned around and went the other way. And I was like, what the fuck was that? What was that? And I was already playing with my psychic ability at that point. So I knew enough to that something was happening, that I was get, getting some information. I was getting some experience. Now, one thing I could say that that was a premonition that I possibly could have gotten hit by, hit by a white van. So spirit was showing me that I had to be more careful about running across the street. Or I was on that street, but I was in a different time. And that white van was coming down the street. It was so real that I was screaming out that I knew something bigger than me, bigger than my understanding was happening. Now, another time this happened is I was lying in my bed and I was reading and I had this relationship going on with this guy who was being very elusive. And all of a sudden he was in the bed with me and I was like, (gasps) I gasped. And then I was out of it. And at that moment, I didn't know he was never in my bed with me. So I knew it was in a past memory and I could see there was potential and possibility of something happening. So maybe I saw a future moment. Maybe I was just in a parallel life, which we're going to talk about parallel lives and energetic relationships. I don't know what it was, but it was so real in the moment that I gasped and then I came back out. And then another time I was standing in my kitchen, drinking a cup of coffee in this kitchen here. And all of a sudden I was looking out my window and there was an ocean. Now I look at trees. I'm nowhere near an ocean right now. And I was drinking my coffee and my kitchen was all white. And then I came out of it and I was like, I'm not there. That's not where I'm at. And that moment I knew because I had more experiences now with all of this. And I know what my feelings are about time that they were showing me a possibility, a future moment. So I feel like this helps us with manifestation because when we can visualize something that we desire in our life and we can feel it as if it's actually happening and cross that linear belief system of time, then we are bringing that moment closer to us. Now, The thing with the white van probably was a crossing, being in the street at another time could have been a future experience and it was a warning. So I took, heeded the warning. The guy too was a warning. It was like, do you really want this? Where do you want to go with this? I said, no. So, and then the standing in my kitchen, which was recent was because it's something that I am manifesting and working on. So what do you want to do with your belief systems around it at that moment? Where are you limiting your belief system into moving into possibility? I feel this way about hauntings now too. I feel like when I go into an experience and there's a haunting going on, that that ghost and I are meeting up in a different time. We might be meeting up in the time where that ghost is living, or that ghost may be coming into the time where I'm living, right? Well, that makes more sense about hauntings, right? The ghost is haunting my time period. But what about me going into their time period? What if that timeline is just getting completely blurred and we're just existing in no time together? I've noticed this in my kitchen a lot. I get a lot of presences in my kitchen and there's been an energy in my kitchen for quite some time. And sometimes it is a crossing, it's a ghost that's coming in that I'm getting ready to tell his story. It's Sal Minio. 
So I know that his energy is coming back in contact with me to get me ready to tell that story. But then other times I will be feeling it and I know that it is somebody that I'm going to physically know in the future because I can feel into it and I can feel into the energy when the presence is behind me. And I'm like, "Mm, it's not Sal because I know what Sal feels like. Oh, this is actually a human being, a person who's actually living that I haven't yet met that is now in this kitchen with me, whether it's this kitchen or the next kitchen. So spirit gives you the opportunity. When you take the limits off, you get the opportunity to feel and to experience possibility. And then when that possibility is in you, because you'll start having emotional experiences toward it and physical experiences, and then the memory becomes really vivid. And now it's a memory of something you want. Memory is time. Then you are one, more apt to believe that it's possible. And two, you start really taking on, embodying that experience. Therefore, your choices move more towards the experience you desire and away from the, and away from experiences you don't desire. So in other words, the experience of the kitchen, say, with the uh, water and, and just having a different experience and a lighter kitchen, for me, that's so now alive in my body, in my mind, in all of me, that it, I make choices walking towards that. So if, it, so if a decision or something comes into my arena and it's like, hey, why don't you move here? I'm like, no, no, that doesn't feel right. That's not what I felt. That's not what they showed me. They showed me the other thing. It's just like when um, I came into this house that I bought and my whole body was shaking and it, I'd seen like a hundred houses. I have not had that experience. I knew that I was meant to be in this house. And this was a very competitive town that I'm bidding in. But that physical experience showed me this was my house. So there were no and, ifs, or buts. This was my house. So that's what I'm trying to show you how it breaks the belief system and how it helps you to create what you want and also walk into the timeline of what you want. And think about walking into what you want while being fully aware, not having to be in a deep meditation where you're feeling it and imagining it and seeing it. Oh, that's a great tool, by the way. It is a great tool. But after you start doing that, all of a sudden you start having the actual physical experiences of what you desire in your physical present day moment. And that brings the things that we desire quicker to us. So it's a really great way of just playing with the timelines in order to create what we desire and heal what is keeping us from what we desire. Now I'm going to touch on another topic that I'm going to go more into detail at a later time. It's called energetic relationships. This, I have to tell you this um, particular episode, it's a little bit difficult for me to get out in a linear way what I'm trying to tell you. So I always trust that you know what I'm sharing is also coming through from my guides and there's always vibration and energy underneath my words. So I always trust from them that whatever needs to get through gets through. And if I can't even describe it or define it in a linear fashion using words, something is happening on another level. And it's not brainwashing because I believe in free will. I'm not asking you to do anything you don't want to do. I am not that teacher. I am the teacher that gets you empowered, helps you to come to your own truth, what you believe, and then I celebrate you for it, for just doing that and support you in it. 
So let's talk a little bit about energetic relationships. Energetic relationships, and many of you may have had this experience, and I did touch on this briefly, is when you're having a relationship with somebody that you may not even know that well. Or you may be having um, a relationship with somebody that is very disgruntled or difficult, but you're having an energetic relationship that is magnificent and so engaged. And there's something about this person that you just can't get out of your system. It's that addiction. This is what I call energetic relationships. And my whole thing is when I experienced it, it, I really felt that it was a parallel life, that this relationship was happening in another life or another time. And I was experiencing it in my present day time now. So remember I explained that one relationship where I felt it in my bed right away. That was a moment where I do feel like it was taking place in a parallel life, but my consciousness of today today got to choose, is this a path I want to go down? The, the energy that was around that relationship, the um, adversity, the lack of commitment wasn't something I was willing to participate in. So I made a conscious choice as who I am today to not see that through. And I'm very proud of myself for doing that because I learned something. I healed something in that moment. But it felt so real and so connected that it felt to me like it was actually happening, what wasn't happening. And I had to do some ritualistic stuff to break that tie. So I want to try to explain this a little bit better using examples. Um, so I used to run in this park and, um, I'm actually, I'm definitely going to write a musical about this park because there was so much that went on in this park. That was, it was like a friggin', it was, you never needed to leave the park. There was just so much happening between the homeless people that I became friends with to the Hasidic Jewish women walking their children were fascinating to me. And then the, uh, the, the trainer, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. And all the stuff that, oh, and the elderly uh, men that would gather in the park and and meet there and um, talk with me. There was just so much going on in this park, a lot of energy. And I would run in this park and there was this guy that would work out in the park and all we ever did was smile at each other. And I was having a full-on energetic relationship with him. Now, this is where I would definitely say, you're freaking crazy. Because it was, it lacked any explanation. If, if I said to a friend, you know, we never even said hello, but I was having all these feelings. It was crazy. It really was crazy. And I got to tell you, it was annoying as hell because it was so energetically involved that even me, myself, I was like, I got to get out of this. I got to get away from this. Um, and there was a little bit of an obsession there too. So I realized that this is an energetic relationship that we were having this experience in another lifetime, in another time, but it was not going to happen in this lifetime. And what helped me understand that too was a dream I had, which I did share in another episode where I clearly saw him by a tree and we were never going to get together. And that was the end of the energetic relationship, which was really quite beautiful. I have another friend that this happened to, and I'm not going to share too much of her story because I don't have permission, but she was having the same experience with someone and they were, they were friendly, very friendly. And she had a dream where I think it was an explosion that went off. And she woke up from that dream and knew that it was never going to happen. And she, the ties got cut right then and there. I had a client come to me once. I think he came to me a couple of times and he met a woman in a grocery store. I'm not going to give the story because again, I don't have the permission. Don't even remember the client. 
but they had one brief line between the two of each other. One, one word, like, you know, a sentence. And he could not get her out of his mind at all. He was obsessed. And I understood the obsession because I understood it because I went through it. And he was trying to find her because he felt like he was supposed to be with her. And he was having this energetic experience. He only met her once for a second. And I was like, there's something here. And then more clients started coming to me with the same experience. And they didn't know how to let go of it because it wasn't working out in the physical today. But yet they had this experience in their heart, in their souls, as if it was happening. And I was like, oh, it's it's time crossing. There are parallel times. What are parallel times? To me, parallel times lines are things are happening all at the same time. So if I'm in another timeline where I'm having a relationship with someone, but I'm not having it in this timeline where I'm conscious, my consciousness is talking to you, then I have to break that other timeline. How do you jump timelines? Well, that's a whole other topic that I'm not really sure I'm an expert yet to completely talk about. I do talk, I did a class on it once about how to release the veil in between the timeline you're in and the timeline you want to go to. But the way that I understand it today, how to do it is to make very clear conscious choices about what you desire and where you're going. And then if there's an energetic relationship that you're having that's not serving you, you have to break that tie. Because it was very clear to me with a lot of the clients that came to me that it was never going to happen. And they were also coming to me with, I need to release this. And when I'd said to them, you're having an energetic relationship, and I described to them, they were like, oh my goodness, that's exactly it. How do I break it? And a lot of it is repetition and habit is how you break it. You have to take your mind off of that experience, take your body and soul off of that experience, or you get lucky enough to have a dream where it ends it like that. So what does that energetic relationships have to do with parallel time, past lives? Well, this goes into a bigger topic where we're all supposedly one, right? So is there any separation? And then if there's no separation between us, how is there separation in time? That is just way too big of a topic to talk about today. And it's also a topic I don't believe has an ending. I feel like it's infinite. It's always evolving. There's always more to learn about it. I feel like, you know, with COVID and everything that happened, you'll hear certain spiritual teachers talk about the dissolving of the timelines or the breaking down of the timelines. And I feel like we're in a period of learning what that really fully means. And for me, what it means is make conscious choices, know where you want to go, know where your desires are. Where is it that you really want to go? Take your foot, (laughs) foot off the brake, take your car at a neutral, and drive to your destination. But here's the thing. You don't want to be so committed to the destination that you don't let anything else come in on the journey. Because there's something bigger and greater and more beautiful than you can even imagine because you're imagining in past time. You're imagining based on past experiences. So what you want to do is be conscious, know how you feel, know what you desire, Start heading towards it, making good choices, taking you to that destination, but being in the moment in time, moment by moment by moment, so that you're making the choices each and every moment 
towards furthering your experiencing and something greater and something bigger and something better. Not to say that what you're in now isn't great, because some people may hear something better. Well, that means I'm just striving for something better and I'm not enjoying. No, you're missing the point. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy where you're at. Be in the moment. Enjoy. I'm enjoying this very moment with all of you right now. I'm doing something I love. I can't wait to do another one. So it's really a very, I hope I didn't confuse you more. That's all I'm going to say because it's a very intricate topic. It's a very deep topic. But the main thing I want to say to you is just play with your belief around time. What do you believe? I'd love to know. Send me an email at info at whocanitbenowpodcast.com. And I'd love to hear what you believe about time. What do you think it is? What do you think about the breaking down of the timelines and what that means and the dissolving of them? What do you feel is possible? Play with it and see. And see how it shifts your own belief systems. Are there more possibilities? Can you heal something that you thought you couldn't heal? Where can it take you? And most importantly, bring yourself into the moment and see how all of this makes you feel right now in this moment. And then in the moment, when you notice how you feel about it, you may notice there's something you want to let go of, something you want to say no to, and something you want to say yes to. And that's where I leave you with time. So I realize my show that's called Who Can It Be Now is really about who or what can it be now. Let's open the door and see. So until next time, there's that word time. I hope you enjoy this. I'd love for you to rate it and share it and subscribe. And I will see you next time on Who Can It Be Now? The podcast. <laughs>